0: This is handle on the Law, Marginal Legal Advice, where I tell you, you have absolutely no case. Okay, a lawsuit against Twitter. What a shocker that one is. Uh, Ever since Elon Musk bought Twitter, it has been what I'm going to say is a nightmare for him. He paid $44 billion for a company that's worth about or was worth about $25 billion, almost twice as much as it was worth. It's almost like a, a point of purchase sale. You go to the supermarket and you see all those crazy tabloid newspapers and the gums and the uh, the, uh, the all the various mints uh, that you see there on on the counter and you just buy one. just uh, you go right there. it's called point of purchase. And I think that's the same thing that happened to Elon Musk. He just woke up one morning and goes, yeah, I think I'll buy Twitter this morning. So in any case, uh, there is a lawsuit uh, because a bunch of ex-employees are saying that they are owed uh, in total $500 million in severance. That uh, they were promised severance pay when he laid everybody out uh, off. Courtney McMillan, who oversaw the employee benefits program at Twitter, uh, who was laid off uh, and was known as head of total rewards. Uh, That was the benefits program. Uh, She filed the proposed class action lawsuit and claims that under a severance plan, a severance plan that Twitter had uh, created in 2019, Most workers were promised two months of their base pay plus one week of pay for every year they worked in the event they were laid off. So the lawsuit says that Twitter only gave laid off workers at most one month of severance pay and many did not receive anything at all. They did not get the severance pay that they were promised and if you remember, uh, after Musk bought the company last October, Twitter laid off more than half of its workforce as a cost-cutting measure, and uh, Twitter is just falling apart effectively. Maybe I'm being a little bit – I'm overreacting a little bit and exaggerating a bit. But then you have uh, uh, the new uh, Google Thread that's uh, going forward. And is it uh, a Thread? I th- or Meta? I think Meta is doing it. Uh, and so – uh, directly against Twitter. And uh, now there's some real competition. Okay. With that, uh, this uh, a press conference uh, now is held. The lawsuit is announced. Half a billion dollars uh, is being asked for. And this is, in order to get a class action lawsuit, you file the suit, or you, you first go to a, a judge uh, who then certifies the lawsuit, then you go forward. And that's where they are right now. So, Uh, Here's what happens whenever a company is sued. One of two things happens. Number one, they have no comment. That's usually the case. We don't comment on litigation or uh, the other thing is this is a frivolous lawsuit. And of course, we will defend. Then there is Elon Musk because he created uh, a third way to respond uh, to news of this lawsuit. All he did was tweet a poop emoji. That was his comment. That's Elon Musk. I mean, you got to love the guy. You just have to. All right, uh, let's go ahead and take some uh, phone calls. Hello, Gail. You're up. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Good morning. Um,
1: Seven months ago, I went to an attorney who specializes in estate planning And had him do a revocable living trust for me. My question is, at this time, I would like to do an addendum to that uh, living trust uh, to, you know, actually pinpoint people that I want to give money to when I pass away. Can I do that myself? Or do I need to go back to him to his law firm and have him do it?
0: Yeah, you can do it yourself, uh, but when it comes – well, let me go what I always do. How much money are we talking about here, Gail? A million and a half. All right, so it's a good chunk of money. So uh, are you cutting anybody out of the trust?
1: Well, no. The trust is totally in my sister's name.
0: And wait 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 wait. Uh, the, wait no. It's either the trust is in the trust name, or it's in your sister's name. I don't quite understand. Oh, it's,
1: I'm sorry. The trust is in the trust name. Trust. Right. So yes. who's the yes.
0: beneficiary at this point? Just your sister? Right. Okay. And you want to add people to the uh, to the trust to distribute money in different ways than just your sister. Exactly. Okay. Um, Uh, How much are you at this point? um, If I'm looking at your sister's uh, view uh, towards this, uh, how much, sis, are you screwing me out of by giving other people my money?
1: (laughs) Uh, I don't. I I don't quite understand. Does that mean that? Okay, if um... she gets.
0: Okay. uh, Okay. Here we go. Let's say you have a million dollar trust. It all goes to sister. You then decide that, you know what, I'm going to take $200,000 of it and distribute to someone else, which means sister is going to get $200,000 less. And that's where I I was going with that. And so how much of that are you distributing to somebody else?
1: Probably about uh, $500,000.
0: Okay, so half of it. So uh, just to let you know, uh, does sister know that she's going to be uh, the beneficiary of a million dollars? She does. Okay. And all of a sudden you die and all of a sudden she's not uh, getting a million dollars. She's getting half a million dollars, right? Yes. Okay, good. Now, uh, what kind of sister is your sister? Uh, Is she a contentious sister or is she going to get upset? Oh, no, she's
1: she's totally, I mean, we're totally, uh, you know, good. Yeah, and, by the way, uh, all I of this, yeah,
0: all of this has nothing to do with uh, the legal issue. I was just curious. That's all, because that's what I do. I'm so nosy. I can't stand it. That's okay. <laughs> uh, you know what I would do just to be safe? It's it's going to be very very cheap. Go to the same lawyer and say, hey, I want to change this term of the trust. It shouldn't, okay. It shouldn't be very much money at all. Uh, it's uh, and it's and it's worth it to make sure the language is correct uh, because I I don't write trusts. I have a trust and I've been you know a lawyer for thirty some odd years. And uh, I I wouldn't, uh, because I'll tell you, uh, my kids get the majority of uh, my money, my uh, my wife's and mine uh, money, uh, and I threaten them every week uh, that I'm changing the (laughs) trust. I mean, whenever I act out, I go, hey, I just changed the trust for your other sister, and then the next week it's the exact uh, uh, difference. But my (laughs) kids are so generous with each other. If one of them got $2 more than the other one, they'd immediately go to court. Uh, So... Uh, in my case, I want the uh, the trust to be absolutely airtight. Uh, but it's worth I hear it. You. yeah, it's worth it to go to an attorney, same attorney. It's a simple thing, but just to make sure the language is mm-hmm. perfect, that's where I would go. Uh, it's a good question actually. Uh, people do that. Uh, Carl, hello, Carl, welcome to handle on the law.
2: Hello, Bill. Um, I've got a question. Um, my uh, question drives towards this implied easement law. And um, so I own this unimproved property, this unimproved land, and a neighbor there in the area asked us for an easement. He said he needed an easement because he was landlocked. Okay, so we went ahead and uh, fine, we gave him the um, we gave him the easement, and um, then he comes along and says, nope, don't uh, no longer needs it. So we went ahead and revoked the easement. Um, sometime later, I got a letter from a, some, uh, some realtor or a lawyer, I don't know, lawyer, realtor, and um, they were asking about the easement. Is there an easement on the property? And my answer to them was no, because it's been revoked. Okay, then I come along, um, you know, and I'm visiting the land from time to time, and um, someone now has a gate or a, a gate at the property line with a road cut through my land. Okay, so I'm asking, um, what's my next?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you uh, now was is the property owner landlocked? Um,
2: I I don't know. He said he was, and then later on, he says he w- says he wasn't.
0: So all right. So had, at this point, okay. So here you go. There is no easement right now on the property uh, there because is that's no been eas- revoked. Okay. They now, and I don't even know if you can revoke it, uh, but let's say it can be revoked. So now, uh, no easement. A gate is put in on your property or access to your property. What you can do: take the gate down. Because all they're going to be able to do is go to court and force, uh, based on uh, a landlocked piece of property, uh, you know, basically ask for an easement that was there, a constructive easement that they need. So uh, what I would tell you is, uh, you can take that gate down. Uh, do you know is it the neighbor that put it up?
2: Well, you, well, it must be because it wasn't me. Okay. It was, it was somebody right. put this gate up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, do you to, okay, do you, he, do, you
0: he, do you happen to know if the neighbor is a hunter?
2: Well, that's 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 my that's my next problem. Do I walk up the road and maybe yeah. start taking pot us? Yeah, that's what you
0: want. I have a conversation with them first. Yes, yes, but uh, you can certainly you can take that down if there's no easement. Someone just can't throw something up. Now, if it's landlocked, uh, there are some legal issues there uh, where you can go to court, and, but not on this one. I don't think on this one. Hello, Vicky. You're up. Welcome to Handle on the Law.
3: Hi, Bill. Um, We purchased a 2020 off-road vehicle at the end of 2019. It was paid off in October of last year. We received a lien satisfaction letter from the bank dated October 18, 2022. We waited for the pink slip. We never received it. Suddenly went to the DMV, and they said, well, we sent the pink slip to... Some other person that lived up in Sacramento. And we have her name. And it's like, who is this person? Why is her name on our title? So we've been calling the bank that we financed the vehicle from. They've been giving me the runaround for about four or five months now. And we just paid the registration. And now her name is on the registration as hmm. well.
0: Yeah. Okay, you don't know what to do. This is not going to be a legal matter, because uh, if uh, you start playing with lawyers on this one, uh, you are going to be paying far more than uh, what this thing is worth. Um, So you just have to keep on doing the phone calls and the bank. Is it an Internet bank or are there branches?
3: Um, It's a bank in Florida.
0: Well, you got to keep on making phone calls, and you got to find out who who it is uh, that will help you and just change this around. I mean, you have all of the proof as far as the money that was paid, uh, the sales uh, receipt. I mean, you have everything, but it's this is just a question of uh, you know something happened, you fell through the cracks. Uh, nobody is there to try to get you uh, any help, um, and then you know you may want to talk to the uh, to the regulators in Florida the banking regulators uh make a complaint uh, uh if you can to the FDIC I don't know if uh, it's an FDIC bank probably is but that's all you can do is keep on trying because uh the rest of it is god help you if you take this to a legal issue uh you just have to keep on going it will the person who is registered just uh transfer the title to you
3: no they they've been trying to contact her what we're, what i'm assuming but the bank won't tell us that they probably took out a title loan on it so they won't return the title so now we're worried that if we continue to use our, our offer vehicle later this year what if there is a lien on it what
0: if there's oh yeah know, no i see no, no, you got a problem no you have a problem now if there is a title loan on it you can sue her uh, in small claims court, but let me tell you something, uh, filing a lawsuit, uh, again, someone who takes out a title loan, um, my guess is probably no, no, it, that person does not have $1.2 million in the bank. Correct. Yeah. So again, all you can do is the phone calls and just keep following it up and following it up. And that's all you can do. Uh, there's not much more. That's, that's a tough one. That really is. Ernie. Hi, Ernie. Welcome. Yes, Bill. Uh, I
4: purchased a brand-new vehicle last month on June 14th. Uh, prior to that, the manufacturer issued a recall on, on it on June 8th, and the dealer did not disclose the recall. Now, the recall was uh, rear coil springs could fall off as you're driving, cause injury or death, something like that is what I was told. Uh, so I was calling to see if there, do we have any case as far as... The dealer do anything compensation buying it back?
0: Uh, no, I mean maybe minimal. Uh, but you're going to repair it. I mean it's a, it's it's not fun, uh, but it's going to take uh, you know a few hours of your time. Uh, you're going to have to go in, have it recalled, uh, you know, have them fix the recall. But that's basically it. Your damages, uh, the time you took to go and get the recall and have uh, the problem fixed. That's it. Those are your damages. I mean, what would you expect? Uh, I want a million dollars. I want to return the car if I had known. It's just a recall. And it well, could fall off. Would, and would, it, could, it could fall off, yeah. but it didn't.
4: Right. Yeah. Right. Because so I, get, I think I wouldn't have bought the vehicle.
0: Uh, you know what? If, that's, if so that, specula- that's so speculative. That's uh, so speculative. I wouldn't no have not. bought the be- vehicle if I had known. I mean, did you like the vehicle? Yeah, you, you bought it because you liked it, and now you're saying is, "Wow, if I had known that I've got to take an hour, hour and a half to go get it fixed, uh, I never would have bought this vehicle." I, I tell you, if I'm the judge, I'm going to go. Come on, come on, Ernie, really? So well, I, I just, don't think I don't think there's much there. I just don't. I just don't see any damages. I I truly don't. Sherry, hi Sherry, welcome.
5: Hi, Bill. Um, my question to you is um, about a trust that was made for my mother it turned the banks turned into an irrevocable trust.
0: Wait a second. Uh, wait, 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 wait. The banks turned it into an irrevocable trust?
5: Yes. Yes. Bank, I the, mean, bank it, it, yeah. the bank can't that's do that.
0: The bank can't do that. I it. understand how they take a trust instrument that's a revocable trust and they somehow change the language and make it an irrevocable trust. I right. don't know how that's yeah. po- I don't know how that's possible in
5: 1952. So I, you know, it's a long time ago.
0: Uh, yeah, I still don't know how a bank can change uh, a revocable trust into an irrevocable trust. I don't get it. OK, okay so so, that, so go that's on. Good.
5: I'm going to remember that. <laughs> and so in the trust, my mother was to receive Uh, 90% of the interest of the monetary part of the trust. There was another part that she was able to stay at the apartments, one of the apartments or the main house, whichever she chose for the rest of her life with no cost or no expenses to her. But her father died when she was 18, just turned 18. And in Pennsylvania, you had to be 21 to stay at the property. She had no other family members.
0: What is it? You have to be 21 and to stay at the property.
5: They told her not to set foot on that property.
0: Who told her they, who, yeah, they, wait a sec, the trustee, the bank, the bank. hang on. There's the a bank? trustee of that trust and the trustee okay. is the bank. Yes. Okay. I, I got to tell you, this is, I, I, I'd love to answer the question, but I have no idea how any of that happens. Uh, a revocable trust somehow the bank changes into an irrevocable trust uh someone has a, a life estate can stay in a piece of property but only after 21 so let's say you have a child uh, that has the right to stay in there nope you kick the kid out i mean i yeah you know, it, it's beyond me i mean maybe true i just don't get it all right iggy uh let's go back
6: yes sir um on friday june 2nd my son was choked at his high school by another student the choking was unprovoked, uh, based on on multiple witnesses. The teacher was in the in the in the room. My son did lose consciousness, and when okay, he the teacher, hold
0: on. The teacher was in the room.
6: Was in the room. I don't know if there's a side room, um, but um, but the teacher was one of the teachers was present. There's supposed to be uh, actually a total of three teachers: two teachers and one um, okay, like, uh, a chaperone kind of thing. Okay. Uh, so my lo- my son did lose consciousness. Uh, when he regained consciousness, he was taken by the teacher to the dean's office, not the nurse's office, uh, along with the kid that choked him. Um, my wife was called, and on advice from the primary care physician, she took him to the hospital because he had lost consciousness. And at the hospital, um, he, he had visible broken blood vessels in his neck and had a CAT scan done Um those bills are starting to come in, and I don't. I wanted to see what my options were. Yeah. Okay. To,
0: Ooh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Let's start with. Um, uh, do you go after the kid's family? Yeah, probably. How old uh, was the? Is your son? Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. So, teacher, being there's two avenues here I want to talk about. Uh, first of all, uh, did the teacher stop the fight immediately?
6: No, there was no fight. There was just the kid came from behind. Okay, so
0: the teacher. So here is your son being choked. A teacher is there. Did the teacher just stand and watch this? According to the students, they were making a bunch of noises like you
6: know um, fight back or whatever. Get him, get him, get him, and the teacher apparently did nothing. That's what we understand.
0: All right. Well, obviously, that has to be investigated because uh, let's start with uh, a kid is being choked into unconsciousness and a teacher was just sitting there and watching. Uh, that is kind of interesting, uh, to say the least. Uh, but we don't know. There's an investigation that's going to be pending. We'll see how sure. many students are saying, yes, the teacher was looking or it happened so quickly. No one paid attention or, as uh, you have said, uh, that everybody or a bunch of kids were saying, fight, 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 fight. The teacher was watching this and simply let a child be choked uh, into unconsciousness. Okay. Uh, That is a school board issue big time. Uh, Then the other issue is uh, what are the damages? Uh, Right now uh, the kid has some broken blood vessels, uh, had an MRI. Uh, Is there any significant uh, medical issues that keep on going? What's the prognosis here?
6: Well, there's no significant physical issues. Now, you know, I, like the, that happened on a friday and on that monday he didn't want to go to school yeah no kidding time. yeah he he and then on he that same week uh the following week after the choking he didn't want to attend the uh, uh phys ed classes so stuff like that little things like that that we yeah, that's seen not that, So little that, you know.
0: uh, uh, iggy that's not so little the emotional damage can be pretty traumatic uh so uh have you have you taken him to any uh, medical uh, health expert
6: we have not besides the hospital that that visit of the other you know, choking we had
0: yeah you may want I, by the way, i'm not giving you advice in terms of uh you know mental health uh, because i'm the last person a matter of fact i need advice more than giving advice uh, but uh, you may <laughs> want to look at some psychological damage on that one uh yeah you know it, it's so egregious uh that if the teacher watched it happen it's supposed to happen so quickly the teacher immediately took the kid uh and if he's unconscious. Uh, and he regains consciousness. The teacher dragging him off to the uh, to the office, as opposed to calling uh, the paramedics right there, right that moment. Uh, the only thing that's going to save the school board is, uh, thank goodness, your child may not be. Um, uh injured as uh well physically yeah. he's going to be okay but psychologically that may be a real problem yeah. and now and the school do board I... has a duty to him he transfer him to another school uh you know, i am assuming that the uh the, the kid who had choked him has been expelled
6: he was but he was expelled on june 2nd and classes ended june 16th. so okay. i just call it... it a two week earlier summer vacation i don't know do you know if he's do coming if if he's com- do you know
0: if he's coming back No, I do not. Okay, so uh, you don't know if he was expelled or not. You're going to find that out. Because in the end, if the kid is not there, uh, does your child still go to the school, or is he so traumatized that he's never going to step uh, foot anywhere near that school? And that's why I'm telling you you want to go to a mental health uh, professional. Yeah, yeah, but you want to talk to a personal injury lawyer in any case. uh, That's my my next question. Yeah, you want to talk to a personal injury lawyer who's going to move you in the right direction. Uh, because there may be okay. cases on point, because uh, the only thing that's going to help everybody out on the other side is that your child was not particularly uh, damaged, uh, was not injured to a great extent. But you have psychological issues. That's why you want to talk to a PI lawyer. Uh, go to handleonlaw.com and see what uh, the lawyer is going to tell you there. Uh, and uh, yeah, see that. I mean, I certainly would go to a lawyer at this point uh, for sure. Uh, Betty. Hello, Betty. Welcome.
3: Uh, hi, uh, Bill. Uh, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I, so um, my friend, uh, she's been married to her husband for 24 years with a daughter, and my friend's husband doesn't trust her to handle their asset after he dies. So he's planning on, and he told her this, that he's planning on putting all their assets in a trust run by his daughter with an ex-wife and giving my friend a monthly stipend. Yeah, Can well, he okay. do that?
0: Uh, well, well I mean, no. He, because he,
3: he also had purposely not include her name on any of their assets, including a home. That well, she's entitled.
0: 21%. She's entitled to half the assets, Betty, right there. She's entitled to half of it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter that no, her name is on any of the. It stuff? doesn't matter. It does not matter that her name is on nothing. They've been married for 24 years and she owns half of everything. I'm assuming that all of the assets were obtained after they got married. Right. Yeah, uh, he didn't. He didn't come into the marriage rich and property and bank accounts and all that.
3: No, he he did. He had those, but okay. Then, then they okay. Have, then like, let's moves. do this.
0: The property and the assets that he had coming into the marriage, Betty, are his, and he can do whatever the hell he wants with those. He can set up trusts. He can write wills. And your friend has uh, no, um, uh, as no. Uh, has no ability to get into that money. It's his. Now, everything that was obtained after the marriage that he earned, and it doesn't matter, is half hers. She gets half of it. And Does it that, matter? He had an ex-wife? Uh, depends if there was uh, a court order to pay uh, child support or to pay spousal no. support. No. Is there a spousal support order? No. Okay, then it doesn't matter. Ex-wives mean nothing at this point. Uh, so the only thing that matters is, is she entitled to half of it? Yes. Uh, and if it turns out that she's not getting what she is happy with, she can go to court. Now, how much money are we talking about here, Betty? Uh, probably over a million dollars. Okay, it's time for her to talk to a family law attorney. She's going oh. to talk, she has to talk to a uh, family law attorney and or, yeah, at this point a family law attorney. He's not, he's not dead yet, right? No,
3: he's not. And okay. but also, they have a grown daughter. Doesn't she also get one third? Uh, no,
0: no, nope. nope. Not unless he dies. Uh, unless they die without a will.
3: No, he he apparently spouses, had uh, spouses, a will. If
0: there is no will, spouses uh, get half, and the children get half. No, there is a will. Okay, and it's a will so. that's signed by him, but it's only as to uh, what he had before. And I guess his half. So that's why you need, uh, yeah, you got to talk to a family law attorney uh, or a, uh, an estate uh, attorney and just find out which one works on this one, because both can work. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun on that one. Robert, yo, you're up.
7: Uh, good morning, Bill. Yes, sir. Uh, here's my situation. Okay, so a month and a half ago, I purchased a 2014 uh, Kia Soul from a small independent car dealership. Um Before I could insure the vehicle, due to the, you know, TikTok trend and all over the uh, social media trend of of Kia and Hyundai uh, thefts, uh, no insurance company would uh, insure it.
0: Wait, wait, wait. wait, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, You're saying that you tried to get insurance uh, even before you bought the car, correct? No. After
7: I purchased the vehicle, I tried to get it insured for two weeks. Correct. And no one would insure it? Correct. Okay, so Go now, on. I call the financial uh, company to let them know that and explain to that to them, letting them know that I was not going to be able to make the first you know payment. Uh, but now I have the guy from the dealership calling me, uh, basically telling me that since I didn't make the first payment, the financial company um, is giving him back the contract, and now he's going to be you know uh, responsible or liable for the balance on the on the loan uh,
0: no actually so, you are
7: right so yeah. yeah well basically that was that was my question
0: yeah is there anything i can do on no, my end yeah you can pay it and that's all you can do and uh boy did you learn a lesson first of all oh, let yeah. me tell you and i've bought uh, a few cars uh i get insurance before i drive out the driveway Right, you get it bound over literally before you drive out. Uh, Hi, I'm going to buy a 2014 whatever or a 2008. You and I bought it for right. six thousand dollars before I What even happened, t- Bill? What? Mm-hmm. What? Right. Okay. So yeah, what happened is that
7: the day I purchased the vehicle. Sorry to interrupt. The day I purchased the vehicle was Memorial Day. It was a holiday, so I tried calling my insurance company, but they were closed.
0: Then, so you, the don't, then you don't. Then you don't know, take. Then you don't take the car out a lot. Right. You just right. don't take the okay, car. So it, was, it, was, it was my mistake. <clears throat> yeah, no, it was. It was your mistake. But uh, okay, so you blew it. And, and you know people do uh, because they automatically assume. Okay, that's problem number one you have. Problem right. number two is uh, that uh, insurance companies can say no all the time. They go, no, yeah. we're not going to insure that. It's their yeah, I've never heard of that. I I never oh, had yeah. that happen to oh, me yeah. before, so I, I was yeah.
7: uh, I was completely you know at a loss for words to, to say the least because that never happened. before. No,
0: I you're right. That. that never happened. But here's what happens: yeah. you have a car, and because you have TikTok that's out in the world, now you have a car that's particularly particularly susceptible uh, to being stolen or having a catalytic converter. And the insurance company says, "No, we're losing too much money. We're not going to insure." That's all. Right. Right. No thanks. Yeah. Uh, And they have the right to do that. So what you have, you have an uninsured car uh, that you purchased that was stolen with no insurance. Right. Yeah. There's not much you can do about it. Oh, okay. Okay, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's a good lesson to be learned is you never drive off the lot until it is bound. Because let me ask you a question. And this has happened. You have uh, people, uh, you buy a car and literally turning out of the driveway that's why i use the word driveway you turn out of the driveway and someone t-bones you or rear ends you and the car is totaled or destroyed uh and that person doesn't have insurance where do you go now if you're bound by the insurance company you've got insurance and you have uninsured motorists and they take care of it and you pay your 500 deductible whatever the hell it is uh maybe not even with uninsured motorists you get the whole amount uh so uh, a le- you know, tough lesson to learn to say the least rick hello rick hi yes hello
4: yeah go, go ahead here's a question uh my son goes to folkloric uh, dance academy and during this dance uh, there are two rows boys uh, stand on each other's shoulder on one of on the last practice that he attended uh, they jumped down. The other uh, fellow couldn't uh, balance and uh, fell on my uh, son's back. Uh, unfortunately, they neglected to uh, leave him on the dance floor because he was complaining about the back and uh, had a very serious uh, back pain and the neck pain. So uh, when they uh, pulled him out of the salon, uh, lay down, and uh, they didn't call uh, 911. They just called us. And when we arrived, we insisted to call them. Nobody was calling because I was talking to my son, uh, asking whether he can move his fingers, legs. Okay, everything. I'm assuming, I'm, uh, assuming after, called, I'm assuming you called
0: nine. I'm assuming you called nine one one. Correct? Yes, my okay. daughter called
4: nine one one. Okay. And, uh, we took to the hospital, uh, x-ray doesn't show anything, so MRI shows that he had two fractured, uh, pressure fractured uh, verbatims. Okay. Uh, of course, we took him to a specialist after a week. Now, here's the question. If he complain or if we file any complaints uh, because of their uh, negligence, that they, they shouldn't move him. That that's my, it. It's that's the my moving part. Of, uh, the
0: fact that they didn't call 911, he, I don't know if they have a duty to do, but... Uh, once uh, he is under their tutelage, in other words, it's their dance studio, they had him stand on uh, his shoulders or him standing on a kid's shoulder, and an injury like that happened, uh, you're going to argue negligence. And it's um, now, now. Is there going to be a big award? I don't know. Uh, hopefully, uh, your son has very minimal damage, so there isn't going to be a huge award. Uh, but if there's some uh, serious prognosis, yeah, yeah, there's a case there. Uh, you want to call a personal two injury questions. lawyer. Personal injury. Uh, two questions here. If we uh, file any complaints, They can't blame the other kid that he fell on his back? No, not really. No, because, I mean, no. What what the kid doesn't fall on other kids when they're standing on shoulders and they're doing dance moves? No. That kid is not going to be responsible. It's going to be the school, and the school is going to say, hey, we do this all the time. It's not negligence. But, again, depends on how badly your kid is injured. Whenever there's an injury and there's some kind of doubt – you immediately go to a personal injury lawyer immediately, and sure. you, yeah, you want to go to okay, handle on thank the you law. Very much. Go to on because there are plenty of personal injury lawyers there. Uh, let me tell you about the Simply Safe Home Security System that I have. Uh, let's say an intruder threatens your home, and every second counts, you know. So uh, a Simply Safe system, and I've had one for ten years. Uh, they just added something new, and I'm upgrading. It's called twenty four seven Live Guard Protection. Uh, it's a smart alarm, wireless indoor camera. And so if an intruder breaks in what the simply safe agents are doing is they can see, they can speak to, they can d- deter the thieves and through the camera. I mean, they're saying, Hey, I can see you. I'm calling the police right now. Yeah, I, I think that helps. Don't you? And also they warn them, Hey, you're being recorded on top of that. When we've called the police. Uh, This is a game changer in home security. It's the smart alarm, indoor camera, and live guard protection. And it works with the whole home security system, keeps your property safe from break-ins, fires, floods, and more. I'm a huge fan, obviously. Uh, get a special 20% off any Simply Safe system when you sign up for fast protect monitoring, uh, monitoring. So go to simplysafe.com slash handle. That's H-A-N-D-E-L. Simplysafe.com slash handle. This is handle on the law.